Hello, and welcome to our third episode of our Let's Talk Vape podcast series, where we post new episodes discussing topics surrounding the somewhat controversial subject of vaping every month on our YouTube channel. We are prevention specialists with the Alcohol and Other Drug Department from Helpline Youth Counseling. My name is Lauren. Uh, my name is Gabby. Hey, everyone. My name is Kafila. So for this month's episode, we will be debunking some common myths about the use of vapes. We are breaking down this month's podcast episode into three parts. This is part three of the debunking vaping myths podcast episode. If you haven't already checked out part one and part two, and you'd like to do that, go ahead and check that out for us. So who are we? So um, as I mentioned before, we are from Helpline Youth Counseling, a nonprofit organization that seeks to enhance the well-being in the youth in their, and their families uh, through counseling, education, and the utilization of community resources. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our handle is AOD uh, underscore or AOD prevention underscore HYC. Um, on there is where we post uh, factual information about drugs and alcohol. Uh, we also promote our uh, upcoming events and workshops on there. Um, and this is also where we uh, promote our new podcast episodes. So if you'd like to follow us, please do. Um, we started this podcast series because we wanted to create a space uh, where we can discuss our opinions, share our research, and hopefully influence others to not engage in drug and alcohol use. Um, but with that being said, we are not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life. Uh, we're simply trying to provide people with knowledge and resources in order for them to make the best possible decisions for themselves. Um, so I would also like to note that we are not licensed health professionals um, and everything that we talk about is not intended to be a substitute for uh, professional medical device, advice or um, uh, diagnoses or uh, treatment. Uh, we're only here to share our opinions based on the research that we have done. Um, always seek, uh, be sure to always seek uh, the advice of your physician or other qualified health providers uh, with any other questions you may have regarding uh, like vaping or smoking um, or treatment for vaping or a cigarette addiction. Um, but with that, let's dive into uh, debunking some common myths about vaping. So our next myth um, is vaping isn't as bad for you as smoking traditional cigarettes. So um, when vaping was first introduced, it was kind of um, thought as an idea to help some, um, cigarette smokers stop uh, or resort to something uh, not as harmful. However, the reality is that they're both bad for your health. So the main difference between cigarettes and e-cigarettes is um, how the substance is produced. In cigarettes, the substance must undergo combustion. So the cigarette gets burnt and the smoke is inhaled um, into the lungs. In vaping, however, heat is used um, from a metal coil to turn e-liquid into um, an inhalable uh, aerosol and the vapor is inhaled into the lungs. So although the substance is produced differently, we're finding very similar damages um, from e-cigarettes. So we're finding that e-cigarettes are causing, are causing uh, bacterial infections. So the e-cigarette um, cartridges and vape liquids are contaminated with bacteria and fungus causing your immune system to weaken and potentially causing a lung infection. So here um, we see like many um, differences and similarities. So in here we have the similarities, which is that they both have nicotine, they're both inhaled and they, um, they're both um, caused through heat, whether it's um, vaporized or combustion. So now, like I mentioned, the differences are combustion of tobacco, there's no flavors, Hmm. And then for vaping, there is um, aerosol, 
aerosol liquids and there's many flavors and devices. And like how Lauren mentioned, smoking cigarettes is more regulated and there's few regulations for vaping just because they're barely starting to implement them in campuses, you know, hotels and stuff like that. So research just found that a study conducted by Harvard researchers found that a quarter of the 75 brands of U.S. vaping products they studied showed traces of bacteria and four out of the five had fungal uh, contamination. So they studied both um, sealed and refillable products. So like I just mentioned, um, we're starting to see that, you know, e-cigarettes are harmful. They're causing uh, bacterial infections. And like I said, they um, weaken your immune system. And then we, there's also been research showing that the flavored liquids used for vaping are also toxic to lung tissue. So like Kafila mentioned, um, diacetyl is frequently added to flavored e-liquids to enhance the taste. So, and this chemical enhances, I'm sorry, this chemical causes inflammation and may lead to permanent scarring in the smallest branch of the airways. This is also known as popcorn lung, which makes it uh, very difficult to breathe. So popcorn lung has no lasting treatment and there are, however, treatments that manage the symptoms. And so some of the symptoms are coughing, wheezing, chest pain, and shortness of breath. Another effect is uh, pneumonia. So although pneumonia is typically a cause from bacteria, vaping-related pneumonia is a result of inhaling, of inhaling oil, oily substances found in e-liquid. So it sparks an, an inflammatory response in the lungs. So symptoms of this type of pneumonia include chronic cough, shortness of breath, coughing up blood or blood, uh, blood tinged mucus. So how this pneumonia is caused and develops is when the fatty acids they block, uh, which is the built-in block of fat, and then it enters, uh, enters the lungs. There's also the effect of um, the cotton mouth, which is similar to what regular um, cigarette smokers get. So, you know, when you smoke traditional smokers, you got a scratchy throat and a cough. So this is another effect. This um, new product um, in these cigarettes was, you know, developed to help people uh, quit smoking or, you know, as a, as a less harmful uh, way to substitute the, the actual action of smoking. But in reality is that they're both bad for your health. And although there isn't much research, um, it's also been linked to cancer whether it, and uh, lung disease. So like I mentioned, it's not um, healthy for you and one is not worse than the other. I also had a question for you, Gabby. So why do you think in the beginning of uh, these new devices coming out, these new vape devices coming out, that people believed that it was safer to smoke than uh, traditional cigarette smoking? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest um, misconceptions was that, oh, it doesn't have as many chemicals or toxic chemicals as actual cigarettes. I know cigarettes have over like um, 7,000 chemicals, whether it's tobacco, nicotine, you know, and other more that we um, haven't been studied as opposed to vaping, which does, which has, I, I believe it's not certain like half, but I think that was like the biggest, like, oh, since we're smoking less chemicals, it's healthier for you or it's safer for you or because there's no tobacco or there's no actual combustion, it's actually um, healthier or it's safer for you. But the reality is that, you know, with more research coming out, they're finding that, you know, e-cigarettes are harmful and although there isn't much research to compare which one is more harmful than the other, you know, 
they're both harmful and detrimental to your health. Yeah, I agree with what you said, Gabby. And again, obviously these devices are so new to us. Um, and the more research that we do, we're going to probably be coming out with more and more things about them. Um, and I know that it actually took over 25 years for um, health professionals to figure out the um, effects of or the harmful effects of traditional cigarettes. So it's likely that it might even take that long to find out what the actual effects of these vape devices uh, will be. So it'll be interesting to keep uh, reading that, that research. Yeah, correct, Lauren. Um, I think I read that there's been like, you know, decades or three decades of just 30 years of research on, on actual cigarettes as opposed to vaping, which kind of became popular amongst teenagers and, you know, adults. I want to say maybe like less than five, 10 years ago, approximately. So, you know, you compare 30 years with about five to 10, that's a, a very amount of uh, limited research, you know, conducting, especially because when they first came out, they were not as popular as they are now. And that kind of actually brings me to my next myth. Vaping is a safe way to stop smoking. And the reality is the safest way to stop smoking is to completely stop smoking and not resort to a substitute like vaping. So like I mentioned before, Initially, you know, vaping was established and created to help um, cigarette smokers, you know, resort to a more harmless way of smoking. So on here, you guys can see this diagram, how does vaping affect your body? So there are like different uh, things I would like to point out. So vaping can cause tooth and gum problems um, just because of like, you know, this uh, inhaling the, the vapor. And then also it causes respiratory distress and lung damage. And then as we've all mentioned, nicotine, and then some of them, some of the vapings actually carry marijuana um, in them. So it just depends on the pod and the cartridge you get. And then also e-cigarettes are more addictive because they release more nicotine. And that um, like Lauren mentioned, you know, the nicotine um, rushes to your brain within 10 seconds as opposed to, um, actual cigarettes. And then also vaping causes blood pressure to rise. And that just brings risk of, you know, heart attack, stroke, and heart disease. So, you know, like I mentioned, at first it was thought as a safe way for people um, addicted to smoking cigarettes. Now we know that vaping can just be, uh, can be just as lethal as smoking um, regular cigarettes. And then actually as of February 18, 2020, which is almost a little over a year ago, there was a total of 2,807 hospitalized Hospitaliza hospitalizations related to cigarettes or vaping or products um, used um, lung injury. And then within that, we also found that at the same time, um, February 18, 2020, there was a total of 68 deaths that had been confirmed in 29 states and the District of Columbia, which were related to vaping. So, you know, at first people thought, you know, vaping cannot kill you. It's, it's not as dangerous or lethal as cigarettes. When in reality, you know, as research begins to arise and, you know, more people are being impact, um, you know, negatively impacted by them, we're starting to see that, in fact, it, it is detrimental to your health and it can be lethal. You know, people are, um, you know, passing away due to um, vaping related concerns. And like, I, like we've all mentioned, you know, it, vaping is dangerous because of the nicotine. Nicotine is, a most, is among the most addictive substance because it stimulates the release of dopamine to the brain. Dopamine is responsible for pleasure and reward, also known as a feel-good neurotransmitter. 
When a person inhales nicotine, it gets absorbed into the blood and starts affecting the brain in just 10 seconds. The person instantly feels relaxed, alertness, and focus, <clears throat> calmness in, the, um, in their brain. So the effect of nicotine basically goes straight to your brain to 10 seconds. However, it does not last as long. So it's dangerous because uh, nicotine's pleasurable effects combined with its short half-life leave people feeling like they need another dose soon after the first one. So this kind of results into a vicious cycle of addiction. So once you, you know, you smoke, or I guess you can say you hit your, uh, your vaping pen, you know, in 10 seconds, you feel the, the feeling. However, you know, it doesn't last long. So there you go again, um, you know, hitting your vape pen again. And then according to the study, according to the study, nicotine addiction starts during the first few years of smoking. So for most people, uh, this period is reported in childhood or early adolescence. So 89%, 89% of daily smokers tried their first cigarette by, by, or eight, by or at age 18, and 71% people who have ever smoked daily started by age 18. And I feel like um, within these next couple of years, that number will definitely, um, the age number will definitely decrease as we're starting to see that, you know, it's becoming, uh, e-cigarettes are becoming very popular amongst, you know, teens and adolescents. And I think um, with that being said, I, my only advice would be, you know, if you want to quit uh, smoking, I, the only solution is to, you know, stop smoking. And the way to kind of go about this is to gradually but slowly decrease the amount of nicotine that is in your cartridge or, you know, vape uh, maybe, if you, if you hit your cigarette pen five days out of the week, try to aim for four, or then after that, try to aim for three, just kind of like lower the nicotine that you consume. Well, thank you, Gabby, for all that great information. Um, and thank you, Kafila, for the, all the information that you provided as well. Um, well, this brings us to the end of our debunking myths podcast episode. Um, we hope that you all learn something. Um, if you have any questions regarding this podcast, uh, feel free to email uh, me, elgraziani at hycinc.org. Um, and again, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is aodprevention underscore hyc. Um, and I hope that you guys tune in to our uh, next episode next month. Thanks again.